Good evening to you all and thank you for joining us once again for this, the eighth of our weekly salvation meetings here on Fortress Radio. Tonight's meeting is all about people. I think the word people covers us all really, doesn't it? How many words for people do we use in the army? William Booth, nearing the end of his earthly life and unable to attend a gathering in person, famously sent a one-word telegram to the event, which when opened simply read, Others. Another word we've used many times for people is whosoever. So let's start our meeting with song number 945, Whosoever Heareth, Shout, Shout the Sound. never really noticed before, but each of those three verses refers to different people. The first verse tells us to shout, shout the sound, tell the world around the good news of the gospel that we have already received and believed. The second verse is an invitation to others to come, listen and accept the Saviour for themselves. And the third verse assures us of God's promise to all his children, that we have a future in heaven, life forevermore. I hope there were a few hallelujahs out there. One of the most beautiful songs from the many that we've been blessed with from the pens of Generals Gowans and Larson is They Need Christ. There are people hurting in the world out there. Wow, was there ever a time since that song was written when those words were more true than today? The world needs Jesus so much right now that it sometimes hurts if we can't take him to every needy soul ourselves or even just let them know where the best answer to all their needs is. Others, 
people, whosoever. That's been the mission of the Salvation Army ever since it began. To be a means of bridging the gap between God and his people, his children. And I can think of so many of his children right now, if they only knew it, would benefit from having his everlasting arms wrapped tightly around them in their illness, their worries about loved ones, their bereavements, their fear, their hopelessness. We're going to listen to that song right now. And as we do, please pray for some people who you know who need the Lord today. And then Major Anthony Mugford, the Corps Officer at Gisborough, is going to lead us all in prayer together. But first of all, they need Christ.
Heavenly Father, we are glad because of your presence in our lives. We are filled with praise because where we are weak, you are strong. Where we fail, you are victorious. Where we are confused, you are wise, knowing the end from the beginning. Lord, you challenge us to trust your word and to have confidence in the gospel. We respond now to your invitation to come boldly to the throne of grace, to receive mercy and to find grace in our time of need. We are your church, Lord, your own people, and we live in times where no precedent will guide, no learning will suffice, no theories will match our present experience. And so, Lord, we ask that you will guide us from your word and by your Holy Spirit. Lord, open our lips that we may not just show forth your praise in this world, but that we might go forth and tell. May your church speak with a voice that says words no others are saying. May your people rise to the challenge of a world that is asking questions, seeking answers. May we who have the words of life now begin to speak of Jesus, to proclaim the cross and announce the good news of salvation in Christ alone. Lord, we believe that now is the time for people to hear as you open their ears. May our words, our message, be good news to rich and poor, old and young. And may this country, our world, know that we have a message of life eternal and hope that is only found in Jesus. Lord, fill your army with the Pentecostal power of the Spirit to confirm our words. And through our gospel preaching, may you, Lord, add daily to our number those who are being saved. Revive your work, O Lord. Give power unto your word. Grant that your blessed gospel may in living faith be heard. In Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Song number 405 in our songbook is in many ways a companion song to the one that we opened with. All have need of God's salvation if with him they'd live forever. Great words written by Commissioner William McAlonan, who served as territorial commander, by the way, in Sweden, Switzerland, Germany and Holland. And the chorus of the song says, of course, Whosoever will may come, and who comes to him shall never, disappointed, turn away. Praise God for the truth of those words this evening.
we might ask ourselves then, what can we do for Jesus this week? As we listen now to the message from the singing company this evening, let's ask that question for ourselves. As we listen to them sing, I want to do something for Jesus.
Our Bible reading this evening comes from Romans chapter 10, verses 8 to 15. The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile, the same Lord is Lord of all, and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one that they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Well, what can we sing after that reading but song number 254? How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. Our God reigns. We'll sing this song and then we're going to hear a word of testimony from Paul Knutson.
relax. God is in charge. That was a message on a poster outside a church. I drove past some time ago. It was a busy main road. And I thought, I know what that means to me, but wondered just what it might mean to the hundreds or even thousands of other motorists who drove by and other passers-by. Yes, God is in charge, but only if we let him. All those people who, like me, looked at those words, what of their worries? Worries about family, health, work issues, maybe financial worries? Just how do they cope? Worry, stress, anxiety and depression. Life should not be like that, need not be like that. As someone who had Salvation Army parents and grew up in the Salvation Army, I didn't always understand how real the spiritual reality of God was. Yes, it was good enough for my parents, and I didn't know of anything better or even more wonderful than life and service in the Salvation Army. But was God really there for me? Did he really hear my prayers? And was there really intelligent life after death? Yes, I had a warm, cosy feeling about it, but it was linked to faith, which in my case was but a hope. Praise God, there came a time when true understanding of the divine reality of God and the spiritual nature of his power became a living reality to me. My faith changed to trust, which is a certainty and knowing, and God is in charge in my life. Yes, I have the same ups and downs, difficulties, challenges, problems as everybody else. But the difference is, I now have a total trust and take it all to the Lord in prayer. I no longer have to deal with life's problems in my own strength. It's so easy to think that we can do it all by ourselves. But for me, now, somehow the problems, difficulties sort themselves out. The sands shift and what was a big issue fade away like the dew in the morning sun. What might have crushed me becomes a Red Sea experience as Moses and the Israelites found when God parted the waters and they escaped from the Egyptian army which would destroy them. We are fools if we underestimate the power of God. His love is the strongest force in the universe. I learned to trust in that love. It 
has changed my life completely and removed so much of my worries and my stress. The God force is a certain reality to me. Some years ago in Romney Temple, my commanding officer was Captain John Gowans. At that time, we were the first to stage the Gowans Larson musicals, Takeover Bid, Hosea, and many others. They composed so many wonderful songs. But my testimony is from Takeover Bid. Wonders begin when the Lord comes in. Followed by Someone cares. Someone knows your deepest needs, your burdens share. God himself will hear the whisper of your prayer. Trust in that and put it to the test in your life. Thank you, Paul. And how fitting for our meeting this evening. Jesus is the answer to all the world's needs. And here's the band with the song that Paul just mentioned. Trombones to the fore this evening with Wonders Begin When the Lord Comes In. when he spoke to us a few moments ago, followed mention of the song Wonders Begin 
by mentioning another song from that same musical takeover bid, the song Someone Cares. I love that song too. And I've been aware of it for about as long as any other army song that I've known in my life. The story goes like this. Apparently, when I was about three or four years old, I took part in a talent show that formed part of the officers' children's Christmas party. It was in the South Wales Division where my parents were the officers at Newport Central. I don't remember the event, although I do vaguely remember being dressed in a silky pale blue outfit, going to the party dressed as Little Boy Blue, complete with a little animal horn to blow, as the nursery rhyme says. My parents told me, though, that as I was the only OK who was brave enough to take part in that talent show, as a direct result I was chosen to play the part of the youngest child, the one who shouts millions in the song Hundreds and Thousands for the forthcoming divisional production of Takeover Bid that they were to put on later that year. 1968, I would guess. If so... I was just five years old. By the time of the production, I had taken part in and been to so many rehearsals that I knew every word. And Ivor Bazanko, who was the musical director, saw me standing watching intently and mouthing not only the words of the songs but parts of the dialogue that he found an extra few scenes for me to be part of in the show and some songs that I could join in with. I remember in particular standing in awe as the character Julie sang that lovely song, Someone Cares. The programme that I still have for the show tells me that it was sung on that occasion by a young lady called Eleanor Harris. And I can still see her and hear the song clearly in my mind's eye. But I, like so many other Salvationists who say they love that song, and I've only discovered this since... I failed to understand exactly what it was that the song was saying. I always thought that the song said that the someone who cares was God. Well, of course, God does care. But that beautiful song goes a step beyond that. It says that God cares through his people. It's us who need to care for the people around us every day. It's us who needs to care for those who are in need. It's us who need to tell them that God can meet not just their physical, emotional and everyday needs, but also to invite them and encourage them to be that whosoever that we sang about at the start of the meeting. The whosoever will that may come and find Jesus to be their own saviour. And this is exactly the message that we read in Paul's letters of the Romans. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That and only that is the message they need to hear. John doesn't write in John 3 verse 16 that God so loved the world that he sent his only son so that everyone will be saved. He says that those who believe in him as the saviour of the world, the Lord of creation, and invite him to live within their hearts, they will be saved. 
Jesus coming to the world and dying and being raised from the dead opened the gates of heaven to each and every one of God's children. That's everyone who ever lived on this earth. But we all need to walk through those gates of our own accord. No one's going to push us through. No one's going to carry us through. We won't get through just because our parents got through or our brothers and our sisters. The invitation to people to accept the promised home in heaven is one that every single one of us needs to accept of our own accord. And doing that, accepting him as the Lord of our lives, gives us another massive extra mission. We need to share that invitation with the people we meet. It might be our husband or our wife, our children, our workmates, our friends, our neighbours. The list is quite endless. That's the whosoever. These are the ones who need Christ, as the songsters sang to us so beautifully earlier. These people need the Lord. That's another lovely song that has come into use in the army over the last 20 years or so. The words are now in our songbook. Number 418. And those words by Phil McHugh of the first verse and chorus sum up all that we've said tonight about people in need. Every day they pass me by. I can see it in their eyes. Empty people filled with care, headed who knows where. On they go through private pain, living fear to fear. Laughter hides their silent cries. Only Jesus hears. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, he's the open door. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realise? People need the Lord. Verse 2 of that song turns the onus back on us. It's a good word that, isn't it? Onus. It does just what it says on the tin, to quote a TV advertisement. The responsibility is on us. We are called to take his light to a world where wrong seems right. What could be too great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost? Through his love our hearts can feel all the grief they bear. They must hear the words of life. Only we can share. Because people need the Lord. I received a most wonderful submission for our meeting this week from a friend who I first met when he was a small boy. It was in Bedlington, Northumberland, in 1979, when my family moved there. I was a senior soldier by then, but Jason was in the YP Band and Singing Company. His granddad, Jim Byrne, was my wonderful bandmaster, and his father, Ian, the deputy. His uncle, Eric, was one of the best songster leaders I ever had, 
leading in those days a brigade of over 70 members. Jason sent me this week a recording he made just last weekend of the very song that I've been speaking about. People need the Lord. Yes, but they also need you and me to take the Lord to them, to tell them about Jesus, to demonstrate his love for us in our attitude towards them. As we listen now, let's ask Jesus to invigorate our commitment to him, that we might go out and help the whosoever to get through those open gates, to accept the gift that God has so lovingly placed before us. For the Bible is very clear. There is only one way to get to heaven, and that's through the wonderful, saving power of the blood of Jesus. People need the Lord.
Lord, this evening as we offer ourselves anew to you and to your service, we pray that you will indeed use us to speak to those we meet and share with them the knowledge that you are the way, that you can meet the needs of this world today just as you always have done. And we pray, Lord, that as we go out into our everyday lives this week, that you will use us to be your witnesses. You will use us to be the person who cares. That we will each be the person you want us to be, to help bridge that gap between you and your children. Amen. I really feel that the only way we can end our meeting tonight is by singing that song, Someone Cares. It's number 10 in the songbook. Before we do, though, I really want to thank those who've contributed to our meeting this evening. The International Staff Band and Songsters, Coventry City Singing Company, Paul Knutson and Jason Byrne. Our benediction will be sung by the King's Singers, and our accompaniments this evening have also been provided by the Upper Norwood, London, Ontario and Canadian Staff Bands.
Tonight, Lord, we thank you that you do care. That you cared enough to send your son down to this sin-sick world to die and be raised from the dead so that we can have freedom from sin. That we can take and accept the offer of a life everlasting with you. Take us and use us for the extension of your kingdom. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us all until we can meet like this again. Amen. The Lord bless thee. be gracious